I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Well, hello, everyone out there in podcast land. This is the Beyond the Mouse podcast, the podcast for all things Disney, for NPR Illinois Community Voices, and for the Front Row Network. I'm your host today, Craig. I'm joined by neither of my normal co-hosts because this show is going to be all about Run Disney. And while Brett and Vanessa do enjoy getting out and hitting the road, not quite to the extent that I do. And so I thought what I would do is bring on a couple of people that had just experienced the recent marathon weekend at Walt Disney World and have also done Run Disney themselves as well. So as I introduced these two, I thought what we could do is they could tell their experience and how much Run Disney they've done in the past and what they did at the marathon weekend as well. I'm going to start with Kimmy, who you may have heard on Front Row Indie Spotlight shows uh, as well. So Kimmy, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me. Of course. So you got to tell us a bit about your background in Run Disney. What have you done in the past and what did you do at marathon weekend? All right. My background with Run Disney, the very first time that I ever did a race was my first marathon. And that would have been in 2013. So in 2013, good old January, decided this is it. If I'm going to do a marathon, I'm going to do it in Disney World. (laughs) And it was, I think, only my second race, I think, also. I didn't get into running until I graduated college. Wait, you did a marathon as your second race? I think so. I did the Illinois Half Marathon first. And then, yeah, then I decided to train and, and so no, no, no couch to 5k. Just no, no. I just kind of went run in. forever. Yeah. <laughs> yes, okay, cool. Run for ages. Great. And then after that, I, I would go every year. I did a lot of the different challenges that they have. They have a coast to coast challenge. So if you do a half or a full marathon on one coast, Disneyland or Disney world, and then you do a half marathon or full marathon on the other coast within the same year, you get a medal you get a lot of medals, actually. There's a lot of medals involved. (laughs) It's kind of why I love to do them. And a lot of the 10Ks, 5Ks, I love the challenges because of the medals and because it pushes you. And this year, it was my first marathon since 2018 that I did. And I did the Dopey in 2014, which was 5K, 10K, half and full over Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, which also gets you a lot of medals. (laughs) But this year I just stuck. I knew I wouldn't be able to put in as much training as I would have wanted to. So I just stuck with the full marathon and I love it. Well, that is great. And we're definitely going to talk about this year's experience for sure. I also have joining me quick, quick Diz takes podcast, John, and I've been on his show before, but you've never been on beyond the mouse before. So nice to have you, John. Very happy to be here. Thank you. Absolutely. So tell us first about your podcast, uh, because people should go listen to that, but then also your experience with run Disney as well. Well, our podcast, well, we do, uh, we do, we do two weeks. We do a news, like a news every, I don't even know what day it comes out. What day does it come out Saturday? I think it comes out Saturdays. So that's just basic, whatever's going on that week. But then our regular podcast is we just kind of just pick something in the Disney world and just talk about it. Good, bad, Indifferent, whatever. I know. I, I know. We've we've gone on some rants recently about uh, some stuff that's been going on. But we 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 you know we try to keep everything happy because we do love Disney. But some stuff just 
some stuff gets to us. Especially but. <laughs> recently, right? Uh, yeah, we, we could probably go down an entire different show and do that. But uh, talk to me about your experiences in Run Disney and then also what you did on Marathon Weekend because I don't want to like, I don't want to spoil it for you what you did. But Kimmy <laughs> might have mentioned something that she did in 2014. But go ahead. Tell us what you did. Um, well, my first experience was in when was it 2020 it was the last the last set of races oh, wow. before the whole the whole everything shut down and um i i only did the half that year um but with the whole run disney the only run disney actually got me into running races because i had i were running religiously since like 2014 and i it was just for health i had uh, we just had, you know, we had little kids and I didn't, I wasn't going to the gym and I just would run after work. And then that turned in, then I just, I st- you know, after they got a little older, joined gym, oh, blah, blah, blah. And then I started running, uh, you know, more miles incorporating as my cardio, but I had no intention of ever running a race whatsoever. Just, I ran for health. And then we got annual passes and I saw, well, they have races. Oh, I can, we can sneak an extra trip. And it's like, well, I, I've been running eight, nine miles. So I think I could do a half. So I ran a local half to get my uh, proof of time. And then I just signed up for, you know, I signed up for that. So, and then, and then this past year, when everything came back, if, when, um, when it was, everything came back, I said, if, if, if a race, if marathon week comes back, I'm going nuts. I'm just going to do full fledged dopey. I'm just going to go for it and just hope for the best. it's incredible. Like both of you have done dopey before. And of course, aptly named for the character, because (laughs) as Kimmy mentioned, so let me make sure I have the days right. And you can correct me if I'm wrong. So Thursday, you do the 5k and then Friday is a 10k. And then you wake up on Saturday and you do a half marathon. And then that's not even like half of the miles you have to run because on Sunday, then you run a marathon. It's incredible to think like how your body can be trained for that and, and how you can handle that. So I definitely want to get into that as well. Um, I'll say that my experiences with run Disney is not nearly as extensive. So I technically did my first run Disney race on Castaway Key. And uh, that is actually the free 5k that they had been offering on Disney Cruise Line. And I'll tell you that experience was a lot of fun. And I would encourage anybody that is a runner and would like to do that kind of thing. It's fun to go and run on a private island. Uh, The humidity was intense. And so it was very hot. It definitely took me a while to finish. But what was cool about it too, is that you actually get off the cruise uh, line first. So you're able to get on the island because they start the 5k while they're bringing other folks onto the island. So that was kind of cool too, to kind of see it um, without a lot of people on it. I actually, we went the weekend or the week right after the princess half marathon. So when I did my 5k, it was all the people recovering from their half marathons. (laughs) And so that was a lot of fun too. There was a lot of run Disney folks on there. And then this past year I did a virtual Uh, half marathon here in town. So I did the Star Wars virtual half marathon. I actually kind of cheated because we have a great marathon here, half marathon here in Springfield. That is the Lincoln half marathon. Abraham Lincoln lived in Springfield for a while. If you ever come to Springfield, Illinois, we will not let you forget that Abraham Lincoln. lived here. Oh my goodness. So much Lincoln everywhere, but it is kind of a fun course. So what I did was I signed up for the Lincoln half marathon 
and I did the virtual half marathon. And so I basically did two races at once, which mm. is probably not allowed, but it was fine. I mean, it, whatever it's a, it's who, a virtual. Who would have known so, without this podcast? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But you know, I, uh, I did enjoy that experience. I've always wanted to actually get to Walt Disney world, which is kind of one of the emphasis for bringing you two on and talking about your experiences in run Disney. And so I want to open it up to this particular uh, run Disney experience. And then I do also want to still talk about how you went about training and things like that, because I think that could be really important too, but I'll start with you, John. So you're getting ready to do dopey. How did your experience go as far as I know that the race expo is one of the most fun portions of the event from my understanding from the runners that I've talked to, but this year it was scaled back a little bit still because they're still bringing things out slowly, right? Was that your experience or how did your experience begin uh, race weekend? Yeah, so I got, I got there Wednesday morning. I got there. So I, I went to the hotel and then shot over to ESPN and it was, um, you know, it was different than 2020 because I could just, you could just walk in and get your, whatever you wanted to look at or whatever. But this was the line. And it, I think because it was the first day and there was a long line, but so it, it was probably, I waited like an hour and 15 hour 20 just to get into the, the expo part. So um, no, no lightning lanes to the expo. No, unfortunately. I mean, it, it, you were outside. We're moving fast. It was, it was, <laughs> we were constantly moving. And then you get in the building and it's like, wow, that was a lot quicker than I thought. And then then you get in the building and, and I wasn't <laughs> expecting what was in the building. You walk down the hall and then you walk into one of those, I, I'm guessing it was like a cheering competition room mm. or something, but it just had ups and downs taped on the ground. And it was like two sections. So like I was in there longer than I was out, but, um, once you got in and it could it was only the merchandise part first everything i wanted was available i mean i'm not i didn't buy spirit jerseys any of that stuff but i mean there was people um just on the floor because they were doing the mobile checkouts and there was just people on the floor with stuff and it was i don't know how i mean i i know the two per person thing was supposed to happen i don't know what was happening I mean, I only wanted pins and like a couple of the magnets. I didn't get shirts. I didn't get any of that stuff. So I was good. But I mean, I had heard other people were upset about other things, not being getting stuff and ornaments. And and I, I think it was the merchandise was a little bit um, held back this year. Some stuff like I know we had bought stuff for the kids. My dad and my mom ran the marathon. They didn't have any of that type of stuff. It was more generic run Disney stuff. And um, for each individual race, they had stuff. But I, I think it was just very scaled back with that stuff. Well, and Kimmy, what was your experience with that? Because I know the merchandise, there was there were some complaints about that. I can kind of see from maybe a logistical standpoint, this is the first run back. And I'm wondering if they're like, you know, if we order 50,000 of this shirt and then we have to move this Excellent. race virtually, what are we going to do with these, you know? But Kimmy, what was your experience as far as the expo and merchandising? I really, I enjoy the expos. I think that it is a bit overwhelming when you walk in because starting a couple of years back, they kept it in separate rooms. So mm -hmm. you walk into one section to get yep. your race bib. You walk into another section to get merchandise that is not Disney oriented. So sponsors. And then there's another section that has specifically run Disney items. And for me, 
I never get there day one. I never have since 2013. So usually everything that I would be interested in is sold out. Mm -hmm. And I know way back in the day, they used to have people who would come in and buy a ton of items and then try to resell them mm -hmm. outside of Disney. So I definitely understand the limited amount, especially with it being the first race back, just like he said, coming back to make sure that everybody gets a piece of what they want. But by the time I got there, which was on Friday, I think it might've been Saturday, the day before the marathon. I mean, it was, it was clear shelves everywhere uh -huh. in the, in the Disney section and the other sections where they have, you know, KT tape and headbands mm -hmm. and sunglasses that was all stocked. But otherwise it was, it was pretty slim pickings for yeah. the items. And for me, I'm already there, so I'm not really bothered by it. I understand that if I'm going to get there last, I'm probably not going to get the merchandise that I want. And Sometimes maybe I'll find something somewhere, but I like to get it there while I'm on the property. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Well, and all those resellers, I mean, you know, because they do, they say the limit is two mm -hmm. per person, but what it is, I think it's two per size per yeah. person. So you can get, you know, like you could walk out of there if, if the spirit Jersey is the hot thing and you're right. trying to resell them all you could walk out of there with like 10 spirit jerseys mm -hmm. just based on the two per size Absolutely. or whatever. And so, yeah, I, I do wish that there was a way to like, uh, it, maybe some of the pre-ordering that other runs have done, you know, like mm -hmm. I just looked into the indie uh, mini marathon here in May and you could pre-order, like, I also want the athletic fit hoodie or whatever, okay. you know, whatever the case may be. And I wonder if maybe, um, I guess maybe the logistics of that might be a little bit rough right? <laughs> or, you know what they could do? They could just ship it to you before the race or something. I don't know. I That's don't know. True. They, they would ship metals for virtual. Thing. They do have a pre-order? Okay. But it's not like, it's like what they want you to pre-order. So it's oh. like, <laughs> you can get like the dopey package or the goofy package, and then it just comes with what they give oh, okay. you. Like right. you okay. Right. You can't, I, I like, it's not I like wish a la carte, just, like you yeah, can't I just like go just in. specifically pick what you want. Like that cool windbreaker that I want yeah. or whatever. Like and I, was yeah. tell, I was saying, telling my wife, like they should, if, if you're running, you should be the only person allowed in there. And then on Sunday, open it up to the public. Mm. But it's like, I could bring, I could bring my wife and my two kids if I wanted to. Oh, and they okay. count as a person. So oh. each one of them can also. So that's 30 spirit jerseys now. Yeah, so <laughs> I didn't realize that. Yeah. I'm definitely the person who I won't wear my race shirt until I'm done with the race. Oh, so I would course. never have thought, yes, absolutely. That runner's <laughs> etiquette. I would never have thought <laughs> to even bring anybody else. But yeah. yeah. And being, you know. And then when you look at demographics of people who run, if you have a bunch of, you know, star athletes who are coming in, who are going to be my height and my weight, and mm -hmm. they're going to be their first doing dopey, like, you go ahead, you can take the items, I'll survive. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I didn't get here first, I'm not winning, you go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, lots of uh, smalls and mediums that you need to have stocked yeah. there, right? And they just <laughs> added extra small, like, I don't know, five, six, seven years ago or something. So those are still also gone. <laughs> so we get through the expo portion of it. And then, uh, John, you actually participated in several of the runs leading up to. So uh, maybe you could talk. You don't have to necessarily go into, like, this was the 5K, this was the 10K. Mm -hmm. The routes are very similar, my understanding, correct? Or um, are they different the first. Places? It's like the 5K, 10K are similar and the half and the full are similar. Okay. Okay. It's, so yeah. 
when you're running those, one of the best parts of running a run Disney event are the special characters. And then the kind of the places you could get some of those photo Mm -hmm. stops as well. Did you take part in any of those kind of leading up to the marathon? What were your experiences in the three races leading up to Sunday? Um, I did. I mean, uh, I I stopped at some, I, I would stop at more of the ones you don't see as much if you know, if nobody else was standing there or if it was only one or two people, because I'm the type of person that if I stop, it's, I mean, I don't like to stop and then to start running again. Uh, I just like to keep going. I mean, I can kind of stop and a little, and then keep going. Uh, but uh, I don't like to stop and wait in a line. Cause I, at one point, I don't even remember which one it was. I think it was, I think it was the half dopey was in magic kingdom somewhere. And I went to stop and I figured, ah, well, it's dopey. I'm running dopey. And it's like, oh, Dopey needs to go backstage, but he'll be back in like five minutes. Like, I'm not gonna stand here for five minutes and, and wait. That, <laughs> that, that that'd kill me. But um, but I mean, I I mean, I don't even know who I stopped for. I mean, I stopped for Winnie the Pooh because uh, yes. as as a as a little kid, I had I, that was my teddy bear's Winnie the Pooh. So I you know sent that to my mom, say you know ran to a friend, she liked it, all that stuff. <laughs> like the sure Winnie the Pooh came with you to the resort before you were when you were getting at that expo he was actually your extra buddy that came and bought Mm. some merchandise right yeah (laughs) Yeah, because I was all alone for the first couple of days (laughs) um but yeah I would stop like I don't even know like Jafar I had never seen before I'd stop for him or the um who else Ponchito and Jose like the the, the ones you don't really see all that much like Mickey was in his in his like colonial outfit you know things like that but like i didn't i wasn't going to stop for like a a, just a generic goofy or pluto you see you know because you see them all the time but i'm not one for pictures all that much disney is like the only place i will take pictures because it's disney i guess i don't know but so um but did you did so as far as the environment or the uh, sort of how the atmosphere was around those five and 10 K leading up into the half and then to the marathon. Mm-hmm. Do you get, is there exponentially more runners for those because they're shorter distance races? I assume this is just me thinking out loud and I could be totally wrong that five K 10 K would be really stocked. And then as the weekend goes on, or is it more like people are flying in like Kimmy coming in on like a Saturday, getting ready yeah. for the marathon. So those are more uh, busy. Does it really make a difference or is it just it's- seas of people? regardless it's yeah it's tough to tell and then the way they did it this year instead of the i don't even remember what it was a b what F C D. it was a, a lot more corrals this year was s they call them s1s yeah. so it was a bigger bigger corrals but a less number of them so it's it's it was tough to tell for the especially for the five and the 10k because you start when you get into into epcot you start right there in the park, like right there in the parking lot where the stage and everything is, but the, the half and the full, you got, you walk like a mile, mile and a half to the starting line. So it's <laughs> wow. kind of tough to judge, to judge the people. And I was looking, I mean, I had a good enough time. So I was, I was in that, that the first um, corral. So it was just, it's, it's, and, and I mean, I don't even know how many people weren't with me. It's tough to judge. Yeah, I should say John and I are in the same uh, Disney Dads uh, Sorcerer Runnings group. Mm-hmm. 
Facebook group. And whenever you post your times, you're like, oh, I just went out for a, a nice jaunt. And it's like a five minute mile or something ridiculous nah. uh, there. <laughs> but, but just to explain to people that are listening, and again, I'm just using my limited understanding, having never done this before. So please, either of you feel free to jump in. The way that the corrals are set up, you do submit a time beforehand from a previous a race, whether that be like a, either a half marathon, or I believe they'll accept a 10 miler or they'll accept a, a full. And I imagine that the five and 10 Ks, you can submit those as well. But basically what they will do with that time is that's the estimated time you believe you're going to pace at. And so then you're put in a corral based on that time. So uh, they let people go sort of a, a few minutes at a time. And then that way you have these waves of runners going as opposed to mm-hmm. trying to get, you know, 50,000 people to start at the same time. And that keeps the kind of crowd control of it all. Is that about right? Yeah. And I think that they changed it a little bit this year. Also, they, the wheelchair racers always will start first, Mm -hmm. which my best friend, Brian Seaman has won Dopey every year. So. Oh, that's awesome. Since mid of the 20 teens, but that's really cool. After in the past, it was absolutely, they start with the, then the elite runners and then it goes down the line and this year they started the people who were going to take longer to finish before some of the other racers. And I don't know if that was intentional to try to get the parks open faster or anything since you're running through the parks or to get I four open. I'm not sure what it was, but I remember I passed a couple of my friends who had started and had just gotten into running because they started before me. And it was fun to see them to like run up on them. Cause, cause it doesn't always happen, but yes, I think that, they were trying to make it just kind of as safe for everybody as they could. Mm-hmm. And I think they did a good job and get everybody through it as efficiently as they possibly could. Mm-hmm. That's great. And to try to organize that many people, I can just see it being like an incredible wave of things going on. So, yeah. And the half definitely sells out first, like half marathons are super popular anyway. And so, I mean, that was gone. That, I think that's why I had to do Dopey, honestly, the first time around. I wanted to do <laughs> it, like... but I was like, maybe I'll just do the half and it was out. So I said, okay, I guess I'll just do <laughs> I guess we'll go for it. So let's talk about the, uh, well, the half, but then also mainly the marathon because you both were involved in the marathon. And as you mentioned, the, the routes tend to be similar, but Kemi, why don't you give me your experiences as far as the marathon was concerned, actually running it this year? Was there differences or anything you wanted to point out? Did you stop? for some of the special characters what was your experience like yeah this year I don't think I stopped for any characters I there were less characters out than when I had done it in 2018 or the years previously which again I completely understand but the route was also a little bit different I don't like to look at the route ahead of time because for me I like to be surprised but it had been similar and it was around five or six maybe and Johnny you can correct me when you'd go through Magic Kingdom in 2018 and before and this year you didn't hit it until 10 or something yeah yeah because it was yeah you hit it at like six at the half that was the same but yeah yes it was like i think it was nine or ten once you hit magic kingdom yeah so i i kept going and i kept looking you're like where's that castle at (laughs) the castle because that's what i love about the races is the the spectators and the onlookers and the people who can cheer you on and it really gets me hyped and then i go really fast and then i am really winded after i get through all the Mm -hmm. spectators but i have in the past stopped with they used to have a bunch of the animals out when you'd go in the back lots of animal kingdom 
because it's through the parks, but you also have to go in the back area to get through everything. Mm -hmm. So they would have llamas and goats and things out. And this year they had a pig who was out there. (laughs) And, but I just wanted to keep going. So I like smiled really wide and got tears in my eyes as I ran past this pig, like super thrilled. And they had screens up at three different mile markers with movies. They had Robin Mm -hmm. Hood playing, Cinderella playing, and the Lion King. Is that wrong? I don't remember Maybe. what the other movie was. Some something else like I know on Mo- a loop. Moana was playing. <gasps> was it Mo- Maybe that was the half. I, I, they had, it was either Moana like Lilo around like Polynesian where you're running by there. Mm, they that, had that checks out. I don't remember huh. if that was the full or the half. I don't either. But I don't remember. They definitely in the past I'd stopped the characters. This year there weren't too many who I wanted to stop, and I'm the same way as John. If I stop running Mm. then I have a really hard time continuing to remain consistent and you know you're not required to run the entire time in a race or anything but I did stop in the past for the Maleficent Dragon because I love that and Inside Out I was burning and I just decided I'm gonna make up this time by taking pictures with characters (laughs) that's great that's great Yeah. And that's, uh, that's awesome. So you talked about the the spectators, but talk about the atmosphere as well as you're running through these iconic parks that we really enjoy. And then sort of even some more, more of those experiences of the quiet moments. Cause I do know that there's some long stretches where you do have more mm-hmm. of like a traditional run. Is that, is that nice for your headspace to kind of clear that out? Are you excited during that? Or are you just like, Oh my God, why, why am I not in Epcot again or whatever? And uh, <laughs> either of you can jump into that kind of your headspace going into these runs. Sure. Yeah. I definitely for running through the parks, I get very emotional. I'm already emotional in races because I love them. And when you hit for me, it's magic kingdom. And cause it's really nostalgic for me. And aside from the people you're there and like you hear the music playing, you get to run through the castle and everybody is there because it's, you know, the most magical place on earth already. And then it's just elevated. And I think that's what gets me hyped and makes me just feel like I'm having a great time, even though I'm running 26.2 miles or 48.6 over the course of four days for John this year. And then towards the end, when you're in the back lots and things, it gets quiet and there's time to kind of reflect, but I more so am just looking forward to what the next thing is that's going to come up and the next park that I get to run through. When we went through Animal Kingdom, I got to see some monkeys who were swinging and I don't think I'd noticed that before. You see the tree of life and it's just really elevates your mood. It elevates your pace. And it's nice to see people enjoying themselves in the park, not just because they're there to go on rides or see attractions or anything. It's for something that they love doing or they're looking to get healthier. And right at that last, within the last mile, there's a gospel choir always every year when you're getting ready to go to Epcot and see that globe. And it, it just gets you through the end. They're just hyping you up and I love clapping and everybody's just having a great time. And Disney being around it. When I first raced it, I thought there'd be Disney music the entire time. Like, the whole time just Disney music because I don't listen to music when I run and then there was nothing Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I had to get used to the fact that I would be in back lots and I would be in parking lots for a couple of the things and just kind of changed my mindset to look forward to when I would be getting to the next park 
Is that how you handle it too, John? Do you kind of go from park to park like that? Or is it how, what's your mind doing when you're running? Yeah. Cause um, I, I did look at the maps beforehand. So I, I didn't, I mean, I didn't study them, but I knew like the order, <laughs> the parks we were going to hit in. So I kind of, especially in the marathon, I knew, well, I actually, I didn't, I didn't realize we went through Epcot at the beginning and then the end. So the sure. beginning Epcot was a little surprised. I'm like, Oh, that's cool. But then I knew we went to magic. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I get from here to magic kingdom and that'll be running through will be nice and then it's the same like as soon as you like because i was there what day was uh, wednesday i was in magic kingdom after um i went to the expo you, you, and like you're walking down main street and there's people everywhere every which way but then when you hit the, you come in the park and you you turn that corner and it's even a better reveal than because when you see the castle on a normal trip it's like wow there it is but then this is like just one side of people and it just hits you as you see that castle it's just alone and you can see the the uh the uh the carousel through through it and you can see the carousel spinning at the lights on and it's just like you get a little i wouldn't say choked up but you get like that emotional feel. oh like, i cry it's it's like <laughs> and i know in 2020 they still had the dream the, what do they what do they call them the dream lights on it but this year with the projections and it was just it was it was i don't know it's just seeing yeah, that it was the 50th anniversary yeah so yeah oh the castle looked awesome and then the pictures that you got when you're running back through it by the front they look so cool with the, the colors and the, and the 50th logo and it seems like they kind of time that to be right about dawn right i mean just about for for people does that make sense or was it yeah. a little bit because it was later in the run because you all start running is At, it 4 a.m or 5 a.m that the run start five 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 thirty yeah. okay okay they started well, a little it, early this year. Not yeah, everything was it. the same time this year. Everything, every, all of them were at five or whatever, whatever the time was. They were all <laughs> yeah. at the same time because it's usually a half hour. Or is it a half hour earlier for the last two? Whatever it is, but they were all early. Yeah. I think they wanted everybody done so they could just open everything up. Yeah, mm. it was definitely dark for sure in yeah. the first couple miles. There were some turns and stuff, and yeah. there were like little lights and things, but. Again, I was used to whatever the previous course was, and I said out loud, it's so dark. Because <laughs> after you come out of the Magic Kingdom and then you run by the back, kind of the back, the Grand Floridian and, and the Polynesian, it's very, and then you're running back to Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. It's it's dark back there. Because <laughs> then they were doing construction somewhere too, and it was, it was just, it was just, and I knew that was like, that's just going to be a dead zone of just, you're just, <laughs> you're not going to see anything. The characters pop up here and there, but that was the right it, that my goal mine was just like get to the next park once you get to the park i like you kind of forget about like being tired because it, mm-hmm. it's you're seeing it in just that experience light. and it's like yeah so at least i knew i'd have a little bit of relief there because i wouldn't be thinking about running I'd just be thinking <laughs> about because that was like i just wanted to enjoy more than last time or just make sure to enjoy once I got into the park to like soak it in more than you normally would just being there. Like it was, I tried to look around, put my head on a swivel instead of just focus on the running. 
So you then get done with this race and Kimmy mentioned it earlier, but one of the things that people are really spending a lot of this money for going down there and running are these incredible medals that you're able to get. And John, it's good that you live several States away because I might try to steal the Donald duck one that you had gotten, I think for the half marathon or for the 10 K yeah. or whichever one Donald was, it was the half. Um, but these are such cool medals that you get as well. Yeah. I got a really cool one for my uh, star Wars that it's a, uh, what side are you? And it flips oh. between Yoda and Vader and it's super cool metal. Um, but the, talk about like the experience of being done with the, the run and almost the kind of after race experience of even going back into the parks and wearing your medal and, and just like all those things that, you know, almost that celebration phase of the run, either of the, either you have stories related to that as well. Um, well, this year was like, I, I know I'd worn during the half the last time, right? but this year the medals were very, I found them and I know people that talk, they were very touchy. Like they were, they get dings very easy this year. So okay. I didn't, cause one of my, the Pluto, I think the Pluto one, the 5k had a ding in it and it's like, Oh, I don't want to wear it. So I, I just, it was, at least it was cool enough where I, I would, I would wear the shirt at least. So you could kind of show you ran. I did. I, I was wearing the dopey, no matter what that, that metal. <laughs> you're, like, it's like, you're like, I am I doing did, that. <laughs> I did all that work. I am wearing that dopey thing all day, but, um, yeah, and then this year, all the medals, like you with the, the they flip, everything did, all of them did something this year. The 5K one, just a little 5K medallion flipped. The 10K, the Oswald guy slid. And then um, the half and the full, the whole medal flipped, I think, like the Star Wars one. And the Dopey That's was cool. on like a spring. So they all did something this year. Yeah. But it was like, I could, uh, yeah. Very now, and I, and I know uh, because because we're friends on social media. I specifically know how you celebrated the end of your dopey. Well, how did you do that? Oh, I went right to Epcot, and I was I was I just ran all the park. So I was I was walking the world and having a drink at every stop, <laughs> drinking around the world. <laughs> yeah, exactly what you did. Plus, I, I had to ma- I had to mask the pain in my legs because yes. <laughs> I was that the when we. I, the first three, like for my experience, the first three races were awesome. I had nothing, no, I felt great. And then it was like five miles into the the full, my quads just, I was, it, they got sore and it was every <laughs> medical stop was biofreeze every, oh. so it was, I had to kind of, I push, I had to push myself harder than I thought I was going to have to through that because it was just, it, it, they were in pain. And then I stopped. I did stop and walk a few times and then I stopped to try to stretch my legs out on a tree near the boardwalk and Charlie horses were coming. So I said, no, I'm just, I'm going, I'm just going to keep going. So I'm almost there. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, but it was, it was a struggle just to get back to get up onto those five steps to get onto the bus, to get back to the resort. It was like, <laughs> I had stuff in my hands. My wife was in front of me and I said, take this stuff. And I had to grab onto everything. <laughs> but if I, it was flat surface, I was good. It was just that up or down step was was rough but it was it was worth it i still think yeah for sure kimmy how do you celebrate and uh, talk about that medal that you had received too who was it for the marathon the marathon it's yeah who was on the medal it's mickey that makes sense (laughs) i really had to click in there (laughs) but yes it's mickey i love wearing the medals i usually after the day of the marathon i just spend the day in disney springs 
and kind of wander around there and save the parks for the next day so I can stretch my legs out and force myself to move and really be eager to see things. Um, (laughs) But I love it because you wear the medals and anybody you walk by Mm -hmm. who's wearing a medal, even if they did one race or the dopey, it's congratulations. They say, oh, congratulations back. I mean, I wear it on the plane on the way home and people are like, oh, like congratulations, like put it in that airport, whatever that conveyor belt security thing is called. And, but I always have to, I like to get Kona. It's a restaurant uh-huh. and I like their French toast. It's delicious. So yeah, absolutely. Please go. I always get that. And then in the evening I will get ice cream. Always. I have to have ice cream. Great. Day. Any go-to spot in Disney Springs for ice cream or? Uh, I usually go to Giardelli, which I would, I only go there for the ice cream. And if I can, I would do beaches and cream at the Yacht and Beach Club. I mean, I did go there three times on this past trip, but it was, <laughs> it was not. So it was not after the marathon because there were no reservations available. But oh, yeah, you, you it's made nice. it there. Yes, I did make it there several times. But you don't. You just get through, and even people who haven't run the races, you know, in line waiting at Giardelli. There are people who ask about it and then they talk about how they've ran or want to run and you can encourage them only if you want to, to go ahead and try out the race. So I'm going to open this up a little bit and just say any general tips that you might have about doing a run Disney run. And this could be um, kind of, and we'll end our discussion today on kind of that inspiration and training. I want to get people really pumped up to, to do these or to hit the road as well, but Anything that you might have from like the registration process, we know that that can always be stressful when it comes to Disney things is trying to get a spot on these different things. Um, But then also just like preparation or actually being there and enjoying the moment. Are there any things, tips or tricks that you would recommend as far as uh, all of that is concerned? And Kimmy, I'll start with you. Did you have anything you want to mention? Sure. For And John may be able to back this, but for me, for the dopey, I had to focus on the fact that I probably wasn't going to get a personal record in every single one of these races, that I was there for the experience and to think of it as a cumulative 48.6 miles and not, okay, I'm about to PR this. Because when I did Dopey, my halftime during the marathon was faster than my entire half marathon. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, I should... (laughs) I should probably take this down. It's hard because it's exciting, Mm -hmm. but don't let, just don't let it get you down. If you're going in there to do the dopey, complete the dopey as its own challenge. And and don't think that you have to bust out a bunch of PRs for every single race. It's, it's the whole event. That's the experience rather than just one thing for registration. Definitely pay attention to when it opens because it goes so fast. The half marathon sells out so quickly the 10K is still relatively new, but it is a shorter distance that a lot of people are interested in if they're just getting into running or if they want to do the full marathon and they want something before that to do. So just focus on what you want to do, how you're going to be able to get it done, and then make a plan. But sign up for it, for sure, because it's awesome. <laughs> Well, and you mentioned that the half is, uh, they're definitely the the more popular runs. And that makes sure. sense because all the other run Disney events, there's only one marathon weekend. Yeah. And then there's several other half marathon events. Um, they have one coming up in the spring. They usually do wine and dine or they do yes. the princess. I think princess will be next month though, right? Yeah, It'll be in it February. will be in February. Princess mm-hmm. is, I think the only, I haven't done princess, but Disneyland used to have a bunch of 
halves and I did a bunch of their challengers. They had an Avengers one where you would get a different stone on the fist of the metal every year that you did it. That's awesome. That's incredible. (laughs) But Disneyland, they also, they don't have the space to be able to Mm -hmm. do a, a full marathon, which is why they just have that one full marathon in Disney world still challenges every once in a while, but that's the big, the big one. But yeah, I think, I think princess is like the 13th. Is it 13th, 14th this weekend or something? something like that? It's coming up soon. Yeah. Yeah, so actually, by the time this actually is released, it might be right around Princess Marathon weekend or so. Uh, best I don't of know luck, dates. everyone. Then. Yeah, absolutely. If anybody's down there right now, if anybody's listening while you're running, holy moly, thanks for, thanks for doing that. Uh, but keep paying attention to those characters instead of us, right? Uh, yes. John, what about you? Any tips or tricks that you would give to someone that is preparing to do uh, run Disney for the first time? It, the, uh, just, yeah it just enjoy every every part of it like 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 kimmy said you don't try don't try to pr any i would i mean i would never try to pr anything it's just you you can run as many races locally and and it's nothing nothing compares Mm -hmm. to being able to run in disney world like that where you get to you get to go places you don't get to go. You get to go backseat. You get to do, you, you get, it's just, enjoy, I mean, it's, it's horrible having to wake up at three 30 in the morning. Oh yeah. I would sit and wake <laughs> up, practice doing that days before. I mean, so you, so you're not, you know, last one, that would be something to do, but like once, once you like, cause these all start in Epcot. Once you get to Epcot and you see spaceship earth, it's like, all the time, you're not tired anymore. It's like, yeah, let's do this. Let's get this started. And, and just, enjoy that like i would i mean i've only ever i've yeah i i I ran them all all by myself but i would say if you have a friend that you can run with experience that with a friend do do something like that um but either of you dress up have you ever dressed up i didn't dress up this year but i i'd have absolutely dressed up for the avengers races my friends and i dressed up as you know, Avengers, or I think it was Storm a couple times. You were Storm, okay. For the wine and dine, we did Jasmine and Aladdin, and uh, Wasp. Yeah, so nice. I dressed up, but uh, <laughs> never for this, never for the marathon weekend, just for the others. Nice. I'll wear a shirt that has a Disney-related thing on it, but yeah, I, I don't dress up. Easier. Like, yeah. I, I thought call. you could be a good Jasmine, though, John. Yeah, Come on, yeah, now. we could match, John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next year. I did see when after I had finished the marathon and we were um, in World uh, Showcase, the the coolest costumes I saw was there was a guy as Peter Pan, and there was a guy behind him in a full black bodysuit as his as his shadow. Like, oh, that's awesome. awesome! I love that so much. And they they were both wearing long shirts and long pants, so it's like they just ran a marathon in that outfit in the in Florida because it was warmer that last day, and it was already um you know the sun was up and everything, and Mm -hmm. like they had. That guy, he had the full face covering everything with the with the black mask on. So it was, I yeah. gave him credit it's for doing that. It was a cool job. Yeah. So my question too is that I, what I get worried about because my goal was actually to run this marathon um, this past uh, month, but clearly that didn't happen. My thought is 
I don't get to get down to Disney World too often. And when I do, I would for sure want to bring my son along with me. Do you think that the day can be structured enough to where it would be okay for families to travel down there? I know your wife met you down there, John. Mm -hmm. Um, Have your kids ever gone with you as well when you're running? Or is it more like, you know what, this is really because the run is the focus of the trip. Is that kind of how you do that? Or what do you think? Yeah. And then it was like, I didn't want to pull them out of school and have mm-hmm. them be down. You know, it just made it because it was a, a quicker trip. And then, and then, cause I had, you know, like she, my wife had met me on the Friday. So she was only there for the weekend. So it would have been tough to bring the kids just to fly them down for the weekend. And cause we had stayed, I take, we'd taken the Monday off too. So it was just like, I didn't want to pull them out of school. And then I'm, they're already groggy in the morning. And I'm the alarm. <laughs> I got like two, three alarms set. So I make sure I wake up. And it was just, but I mean, if you had the, if you could get like, um, if you get one of those family suites where you could, you could sleep in one of the rooms by yourself, mm-hmm. it's, I think it's, you could bring a kid because I was, I mean, I, I, I did, I did the parks every day. Like I, I made sure to get in them and I mean, I didn't, I didn't care if I rode, I mean, I know the kids want to ride attraction stuff. I didn't care if I rode attractions or not, but it was, I think it's fully possible. My wife, okay. I mean, my wife. She went on her own, uh, the half marathon morning for a little bit while I stayed in the room. So it was like, you could do it, but I mean, I would say it's probably easier for the other races because they're the shorter thing, but that, yeah, it's that, mar- that, that focus, like, especially if it's like your first marathon or one of your early ones, it's like, this was my first marathon. So it was like, I was very, oh my goodness. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's yeah, awesome. I never run a marathon. This was, and you did dopey. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I, yeah, I just said, I'm going to go crazy and go it's for like, it. It's like Kimmy where she's like, oh, my first race was a half marathon. Like, <laughs> you know, go big, go home, whatever. Well, both of our first marathons were, were Disney yeah. World. My, yeah. And yes. my first race ever was a half, that half marathon I used for the proof of time. I didn't, Thank you. Yeah. Like, I, I'd never, I've only ever run one, one 5K race. Like I, and that was last year. So it was already after I'd been running for a while. I just... so, so for the dopey, was it like, did you get done with the 5k and you're like, really, that's it? Are you sure? <laughs> Is that what happened? It's, it's exactly what happened. Because I, <laughs> I went back cause we, I stayed at pop. I went back to pop and I, I actually ran a 5k around hourglass. Lake. it was just, it was not enough. It was not enough running. Like I, oh, I, I, I went slow because I, I, but I did. I, so really I ran 50, what is that? 50, 51, 51, right? 0.7. Because yeah, I, I really like running around Pop and Art of Animation because you get to run and see. So, I mean, it's a really cool resort area for sure. I probably, looking back, I probably shouldn't have because that, then it, you know, the marathon day hit me, but yeah. <laughs> it was a cool down. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Well, what I want to do now is talk about training because I'm in the midst of training. My goal this year is to uh, run a couple of half marathons. And then in the fall, well, late fall, um, I really want to run the St. Jude's Marathon in Memphis, Tennessee. And so uh, give me inspiration here. How did you, you just ran your first, that's incredible that I just learning that you just ran your, your first marathon, but Kimmy and John, how do you go about training? for these longer distances. And then uh, we'll end up on some inspiration about actually starting the process of running as well, which I think I can chime in a bit more there. But Kimmy, what's your training process like when you're getting ready for these longer runs? It definitely varies. This past year, my training process was not there. It was, don't do that. (laughs) You can get through it, but 
it will be much less painful and your results will be much more what you are capable of if you train. But definitely getting on a schedule helps a lot and adhering to that schedule and definitely abiding by your rest days as well. When I would be in full training mode, I would stick to the running schedule. I would do the run around the same time every day, even if it was a shorter distance one day versus a long run another day. And yeah, you're still waking up early and three miles versus 18 miles is going to be finishing at different times. But having your body just used to waking up and getting in that routine becomes almost like a muscle memory for you. And staying super hydrated. My first marathon, I knew nothing about when to stop and drink water or what to eat or anything like that. So figure out what your body is going to be able to thrive off of. And the sodium intake is super big. Also, you're going to be depleting nonstop, especially if you're in the warmer places like Florida, super humid. And my, the first marathon, somebody asked when I would do my water stops on my training run. And I said, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. And then I got to Florida for the race and I was very disoriented about when I should stop. And the water stations are set up for you to be able to drink them and take a break to get through the race, like healthily and when you lose sweat. But I think the schedule would be the biggest thing. And you're going to have days just like anything else where you're just not feeling it that day, but still go out and do it. If you have to take it slower, if you have to walk more than you think, do that. And then also stretch because that's something that I definitely neglected. And now I try to get more into it because it helps the recovery process. It helps me get through the runs longer, faster. And even this year, I've been doing more stretching and more strength training aside from running on my off days. And it really helped me just stay consistent in that endurance throughout the entirety of the race. Yeah, that's great. Do you use any, like, I know you said you don't listen to music. So I'm guessing the answer is no, but did you use any kind of app or anything for a training schedule or did no. you just find one online or how did you go about doing that? Back in 2013 ish, I had a friend who was a running coach. Oh, perfect. And so he made a training plan for me and, and it was pretty much, I think Sunday was a rest day and then Monday would be three to five miles or a low mileage. And then Tuesday would be you know, eight to 12, Wednesday would be three to four and Thursday would be my long runs. So in like the mm. high teens and then Friday would still be three to four and Saturday, I don't remember, maybe it was a cross training day, but it would just kind of vary going from the lower mileage to the higher mileage with like two rest days a week. I think I had as cross okay. training days. Perfect. Perfect. John, how about you? How do you uh, train? What do you do to get ready for one of these races? I have very weird train, I guess, because I'm more. Hey, of it an, works for you. Yeah, I'm more of a, I. I try to run every day. I'm more. Nice. I'm like an everyday runner, and I feel. I mean, I'd say this past year, I probably took more days off than I normally have have before. But I feel weird when I take a day off. Like I, I like to. Sure. But my, but then being all like with my job too, like being a mail carrier, like I'm walking. I'm walking like nine, 10, nine miles to 13 miles a day. And mm -hmm. then, so like my body's used to that walking. So then I do the running to get the extra stuff in. But I like, I, I like, like you said, I, st I do stick to a, my schedule of running. Like I'll try to run anywhere from six to seven miles 
during the like during the week and i'll do like a i'll do like a 5k on a friday just to i guess that's like a that's kind of like a rest day i guess almost because it's so short so short and then the weekends when mm-hmm. i have the um, when i'm off of work i run 10 to 13 i try to run 10 to 13 those days but then when i was doing for the marathon i would leave like one um one of those weekend days um, not every weekend but it would just i'd prepare myself on like the monday i say i'm gonna run 15 miles on whether it be Saturday, Sunday, depending on the weather. But that helps me a lot is getting in that mental thing early. Because if I don't think about it all week, I'll be tired after four miles. I'd be like, what, what am I, my, I, I, but then like, if I plan, like say I plan to run 15 miles on the Saturday and I have four miles in and I'm like, well, I don't know what's going on. Okay. Well, I'm going to cut short and mentally the rest of the day, I'll think, I'm going to run, I'm going to do a longer run tomorrow. And that Sunday I'll be fine. The whole thing It's just, uh, I'm a, my running is very, I have to get in the right mentality. And then it was like, I kind of feel like you and I are are similar in that way because I just had a run the other day, but this was almost like the inverse of, of what would happen normally. Cause normally I have to think like, okay, I'm going to go out for a long run. And I knew this was right before uh, kiddo was going back to school and we had all been um, just dealing with allergies and things like that, you know, taking 12 million COVID tests and luckily they were all negative, but you know, it like, I was just like, I'm going to run. I want to do double digits today to make sure, you know, I, I get a long run in before I go back to work. And it was a 10 mile day and uh, doing that though. Then I like, for some reason I had this mental block. So like right about mile three and a half or something like that. I'm like, Oh, I feel awful today. Yeah. And I pushed myself through it. And I just hated that day. Like, you know, I was just yeah. like in such okay. a bad mood after I was done. So no, I totally get that for sure. Yeah, Cause there was long, like I knew like, I wanted to do a couple like 20 mile runs before getting there. So like, it was just the longest I had ever run before was 15 miles. And um, I just said, okay, I'm going to run 20 miles on, on Saturday. I'm just going to, I just, I'll push myself to do it. And it was weird. I just, I just, I, I did, I felt good the whole run. And it was very weird. Like I, I kind of, I have my roots that I know around around my house where, but I didn't know a 20 mile run. So it was just like, well, I'm just gonna go. (laughs) I know like where five, six, you know, I would know where like that. But like, I guess I'll just see what happened. The first run, the first 20 miles was a little rough because I thought I had it planned out. And by the time I got back to my house, I was only at 17 miles and I'm like, Oh no, Uh, I got And the, the last three miles are rough, but I mean, once I got used to where I needed to be for those longer runs, it it was just a mental game because my endurance, which surprisingly, like even during the marathon, my endurance was great. Once I finished the race, I could have run another four or five miles, because, mm-hmm. but it was my legs. I would just, so, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was just the years of like, I hadn't, I, I mean, I had eight, so I had eight years of training before I ran my first marathon. So I'm again, that yeah. probably helped too, I guess. It's so funny because, uh, during that virtual half marathon that I did for, I was doing the route for the Lincoln half marathon, which starts and ends at the old state Capitol in Springfield. And if anybody wants to see what that looks like, uh, it was where Barack Obama announced his run for presidency. So a uh, famous spot right there, but like, it's so funny because I got to a spot 
and I was like a quarter of a mile short or something like that, or like less than that short. And I'm running down that street and I'm just like, oh man, I've got to like, I can't just leave this at like, you know, 13 or like 12.98 or something. And so I had to go around the old state Capitol and that like quarter of a mile was the longest quarter of a mile I've yeah. ever run in my mm-hmm. life because I, mentally yeah. I was just like, nope, I'm done. <laughs> like I I'm done after this. So, uh, but no, I, I totally get where that can be. Yeah, like this when we the mar- world showcase had never seemed as long as it had this, <laughs> this marathon. Because you come in at the UK and you get to run all the way. And it's like, Mexico is all the way over there still. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's so small over there. Yeah. So <laughs> this has been great to talk a bit of run Disney with the two of you. And I'm excited for the opportunities that uh, have coming up. But I also want to just end on a note of if someone's interested in going out and running, giving a bit of motivation to them. And so I'll tell you, I had done uh, some running back in around 2015, 2014, 2016 timeframe. That's when I did a couple of half marathons, but it's really been in the last couple of years that I've gotten truly into it. And I'm more of a John type runner. I basically run just about every single day, somewhere in the area of three to six miles. And then, you know, I'll try for a long run every now and then I'm really bad at taking rest days, Kimmy, maybe uh, you need to help me with that. Very bad at taking rest days. You just I just highly recommend taking <laughs> No, and, and then also stretching. I'm also terrible at stretching. So yeah, I, me need, too. I need people yelling at me about both of those things. We'll yell at each you. other. That's great. Yeah, See, absolutely. I don't, I don't stretch. I, what I use, I got one of those. I, I mean, I use a foam roller sometimes or I'll uh-huh. get I, one of those hand rollers with like the, the bearings in oh, it. Oh, yeah, those are good. roll your legs. So I, you can loosen everything. That's what I, I, I just borrowed a Theragun. So, yeah. so I'm using that for Rumble the first rollers. time. So. And I will say as much as I recommend stretching and rest days, I personally did not take them, but <laughs> I think I would have been. But you still recommend pain. them. I still recommend <laughs> them for your general health. Listen to yeah. your body. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But you know, over this last couple of years, I've lost about 70 pounds just by well, running and getting out there. Yeah. And you know, like, it's just one of those things you feel so much better. You feel yep. so much healthier. Um, it's a great way for me to kind of escape as well. I do listen to either music or podcasts or mm-hmm. whatever, and just kind of be able to focus on those, especially as a parent of a younger child. It's just like, mm-hmm. it's just a moment out there. So I wanted to see if you have any words of motivation as we start to uh, leave here, but John, I'll go to you and then Kimmy, uh, you can really get people pumped up. You could be our hype person uh, as we get out of this episode, but John, any words of encouragement for anybody out there? Yeah. I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to have, you don't have to run a race, just get out and run around your neighborhood three times or whatever. And that's where you start. And then in a week or two, try four times, try five times, just because it's, that's the way I started. I'd run a mile, mile and a half. And that went on for weeks and weeks. And then, okay, then I'll try it more once you get used to it. But it's just that initial take the step and get out there and try it. And like you said, like it might be, it might be like hell running those, but once you're done, you feel absolutely, you feel, feel fantastic. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's, that's, there's days I wake up the day. If I go to the gym, if I wake up and go to the gym before work, I might be tired the rest of the day, but that next morning is easier to wake up. And I feel so much better that I did something the day before. It just, it's, it's just, 
And I mean, you can set a goal for yourself if you want to in four months, I'm going to run a 5k and it's just try a little, a little more every day. It's just, it's, it's actually a lot easier than you think it would be. At least in my, I think once if you, if you start the ball just keeps rolling and you'll Sometimes it's just getting that motivation to start too. Right. And, and I'll say that, you know, I mentioned them earlier and, um, I didn't tell Justin, I was going to uh, promote his running club, uh, portion of the podcast, but we're both, uh, John and I are both in that DDP sorcerers running club. And what's beneficial about that is that it's just like people posting, uh, mm-hmm. this is what I went out and did today. And it's all very supportive and, uh, people that are starting out brand new. And so definitely jump into something like that, jump into to a running group. And yep. then that way you can kind of keep motivated with other people. Or, um, I started kind of writing a bit about what I'm running when I'm done with it. So that way I can sort of work up to the marathon and kind of look back at that as well. So just find those ways to keep yourself motivated in what you're doing, but Kimmy, any words of wisdom to help wrap us up here? Yeah. Kind of bouncing off what you all said. I think that people are a lot stronger than they think. And I know so many people just say they hate running or they never Mm -hmm. want to do it or they hate it in the past. And I definitely, I could always do it, but I never found a passion for it until I was in my early twenties. And it was something I had to figure out on my own. While there's a lot of support, it is an individual sport. You can make it a group sport if you want to run with people. So it's something that I think is really malleable for people and that's what I love about it. You can make it your own. So yes, get out there one day, just put one foot in front of the other and check in with how you feel. If for me, if I'm in a bad mood, I don't like running because I don't want that mood to taint my run. And sometimes then I'll be in a better mood after it. But if you go into the mindset of, okay, I'm doing this for the purpose of me. I'm just trying to get myself into a better place, whatever that may be physically or mentally, use that as your motivation. And if you have a day where you can't keep running, you can stop. If you run for five minutes, that's five minutes that you went out there and you took those steps. If you run for two hours, that's two hours that you spent outside. And there will still be people who will not be doing that. Whenever the Mm -hmm. marathon finishes, I say, people are still asleep. And then you're done. Once you're out there, it's done. It doesn't matter how long you go. And then it'll get easier as the time goes by. That's so fantastic. Really good words there. So as I mentioned earlier, Kimmy, you're going to, you and Ethan have some episodes on the front row network and the indie spotlight. And I'm sure with Oscar season coming around the corner, maybe we'll get a couple more of those from you as well, which would be great. Awesome. And so you can always go and check those out. John, one more time, where can people find your show? Um, Well, we're on every, wherever you get a podcast, you just (laughs) I get just quick, quick Diz takes. And uh, we have a, uh, we put up a video of uh, the recording on YouTube, same uh, quick Diz takes too. I mean, if you'd like to see what we look like. Instead of yeah. And see, uh, see John's really impressive yeah, setup here I, with I, Disney. So you've got some haunted mansion curtains. You've got the yeah. Lego uh, castle in the background as well. It's really a, a great setup there. Yeah, I try to keep- Is that beaker? It's Beaker, next to yes. Frozone. Beaker yes. and Frozone. Yep, yep. Oh, that's awesome! I'm also I my, seeing some my Captain America time, up top. Out of time license plate because I got to put Back to the Future in there because <laughs> yeah. my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> um, 
That's great. That's great. Well, very, very cool. It's so great to have you both on and hopefully we can all do a run Disney at some point and say, say hi to each other at the expo for sure. Take a group picture from the photographers there. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm doing dopey again next year. So, all right. So I'll be, that's awesome. That's awesome. So for beyond the mouse, I am Craig. I'm John and I'm Kimmy. And we will see you real soon, hopefully at the starting line of a Run Disney race. It's just great talking to you all today. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you.